0: Welcome to Express Written Consent. Uh, Peter Gruber's been kind enough to join us, but as I said, we should thank you for letting us uh, do Express Written Consent here at the stadium.
1: I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. It <laughs> gives you something to do between the 30 minutes between each pitch. <laughs> well, you know, that's what we love about baseball, and this is we've talked about this. It's uh,
0: you can actually hang out with your friends or your family. When you go to a baseball game, you can get stoked about watching the game, you can have a good time. You actually can have a conversation.
1: You can actually have a root canal between innings. There's so much time. <laughs> right. You got a little something over the hills. Go get right. that done and come on back.
0: <laughs> the Dodgers are off to an early lead here in the game. And is that, I mean, obviously that's a bit of a fun time when the Dodgers play well at home.
1: Yeah, it's great. They, you know, when you get four runs, five runs to Zach Frankie, you got to believe you're going to win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, a big play at the plate. Yeah. And that's you know, the pitching rotation for the Dodgers with, with, with Grankey uh, there. That's one of the strengths of the team. And if you support them at all with that offense, big-time moves for the Dodgers.
1: Well, you know, pitching such a critical piece of the game. If you had to have a four-game series, you got Grankey, Ryu, Beckett, who's been lights out, uh, lights and out. Kershaw. Man, you've got to be nervous, you know? You know, I just hope the hitters, our hitters, don't relax thinking <laughs> that they're going to pitch, you know, a one-to-nothing game, that's, you know. That's, that's scary.
0: When you have those guys, we're talking about the two no-hitters in the league thus far at this point. At this point, they're taping are both Dodgers. Yeah, the hitters get out there and think, like, well, we need a couple of hits, we'll be fine.
1: Hey, we're two innings away from a perfect game with Ryu, too, during uh, that same stretch. That,
0: yeah, that's unbelievable. So you got to feel good about the staff, too, putting the pitching team together like that. When you and you, this is—you've had a long and storied career, like a like a uh, an epic career. And it's like I, a long I,
1: baseball game. I was gonna say it's <laughs> like a baseball game. Very it's, much, it's
0: very much like the season. Right. Because baseball, nobody's winning 162 games. You get to 110 wins. That's a great season. Phenomenal. Right. So there's some dips in the season over the years, and I I, I'm, I, I, I seek out the people who have had the deep experience in that. When those downs hit, what are the keys? To staying strong and staying t- focused for success.
1: Well, you got to remember, you know, success and failure are very close together. You know, anybody that's going to be successful has had failure, whether it's one time at bat or a bad week or a bad inning or a bad, you've got to be able to overcome those because nobody just make hits. Wouldn't that be a great strategy in the movie business? <laughs> just make hits. Oh, why didn't I think about that? Oh. That's such a great strategy. So in baseball, you can't just make hits. Yeah. And every play is, uh, you know, is optional. You may have an error. You may make a mistake. The idea is over a long enough period of time, and Lord knows the season is long, over yeah. enough long enough period of time, your talent and skill, skill should win out. It's not their aptitude that makes a difference, because all these players have incredible aptitude. Yeah. It's usually their attitude which puts the aptitude on steroids. I mean, that's the thing that makes it so special. And, and when you find that chemistry in yourself and in your team, yeah. then you can have a unique experience.
0: Uh, that's, uh, that's a great way to put it. I never really thought of it just as attitude. Engaging the aptitude in the right way. Yeah. That just makes perfect sense. And in terms of putting teams together, you and Magic Johnson have put several teams together over right. the years with wild, wild amounts of success. Right. Like one of those would've been great.
1: How, what's that been like working with him? He's great. When I was the chairman and the CEO of Sony, we did the Magic Johnson Theater. He came in and pitched it, uh, presented it, and that's what he wanted to do, and really told a great story on how he felt he could develop this urban market uh, yeah. for theaters. We backed them, and he became very successful. He yeah. made a lot of money. And then a few years later, when I left Sony and started buying my league baseball team and putting them together, I asked them to become my partner. And we were very, very successful. The Dayton Dragons still have the longest streak in North America in all sports, oh. over 1,000 sellouts in a, in a row. Yeah. Really? And uh, we broke all the records for continuous sellouts. And we've had great success in our teams. So, And how, uh, how many do you have? Well, I had 10 at one time. We have five now.
0: 10 minor leagues and now 5 And wow. I had the
1: Dodgers triple-A team they were they were called the 51s uh-huh. for, for 8 or 9 to 10 years in Las Vegas.
0: Yep. That's wild. I had no idea. That's an yeah. amazing story. Do you, do you get you travel a ton with work I right. imagine right? Do you get to those stadiums at all? Do you check sure. in on the teams?
1: Sure. if you don't touch the cloth you're not going to know what's going on. you you got, you got to be with the actions. If you're making a movie, you got to be on the set. You've yeah. got to know what's going on. If you're in basketball, you got to be, for me, up north with the Warriors. i got to be there, feel what the fans feel. Yeah. You remember, you're in the mo- emotional transportation business. You're moving people, these fans, emotionally. So you have to see how they feel, how they react, how they like the parking, how they like the food, how they like the view, how they like the amenities. Uh-huh. All of those things count. Wow, that's so I was going to ask the the book is when your book the t- the bestseller
0: tell to win right. connect persuade and triumph with the hidden power of story. So it sounds to me like you actually you apply this throughout. Like it doesn't matter if it's movies or minor league baseball or major league baseball. Story is what sort of gets you pumped.
1: Well, think about baseball. Baseball's all about the story. Yeah. How did it happen? With what did it happen? And here's a nice single it brings another run and that's what happens, Yeah. You know what I mean? And if it doesn't happen, there's a story about that, too. Absolutely. You, know, you, go, you go from a hero to bum in <laughs> 1.2 seconds from the time the ball goes to the pitcher yep. to the catcher. And that's what it's about. So the idea that we're wired that way yeah. to tell stories, to move people to your action. Root for my team. Root for my player. Move, move my brand. Whatever you're asking your audience, whatever they are to do, you're trying to move them emotionally. Yeah. And narrative is the name. Narrative is the game. Wow. That's a, that's an amazing structure to sort of look at the world through
0: because that is the lens it seems like through which you watch. Yeah, well
1: I did you know <laughs> uh, maybe a thousand movies <laughs> over my life and so you end up you have a great you have a great actor a great director great location great catering and a lousy script you got to flop. Boom done you know, yeah script to the game.
0: That's amazing unbelievable and it, it's, how's this how's your script for you and where the Dodgers are right now?
1: Well it's pretty exciting you know when we came the Dodgers were you know I would not say. A, a fashionable franchise. They had a lot of tough times. Well said. And so you had to engage your fans. You had to aim at their heart, not their wallet. You had mm-hmm. to show them that you can make the stadium really vital. You show them that you put the money where your mouth is and buy the right players. You show them you try to build culture. You show them that you care about them, that you understand who they are and you want them to have a great experience. And you make your feet your tongue, your heart, and your wallet all go the same direction, so you appear authentic. Yeah. And I think that's what the ownership, the management, the team, the culture has created.
0: That's amazing. And it, I definitely, you can feel that palpably different in the stadium. So I like it, it's that. A, it's a great time. I like it's that. Good. From walking in right up front, on level nine all the way through, it's I, it's been a great I a, like a great run. And uh, you've let us do a show here, so I really think that's a great idea. Well, so. let <laughs> us. It's, it's
1: our pleasure. <laughs>
0: now time for start bench cut with peter guber peter you're familiar with the rules great right, you've been an executive producer on many 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 movies huge hits start bench cut these three movies Rip of yours rain man batman who's that girl
1: start start bench
0: you gotta cut one i'm sorry cut
1: the last one cut who's that girl i like the music madonna's too good <laughs> okay fair <laughs> start
0: rain man bench batman cut who's that girl